Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Nick from The Nick Drop, and I got my good buddy Jay from Jay Talk. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff today. And how's it going, my brother? You oh, it's right? good. It's good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Being on your show, I love doing this stuff all the time. Hey, uh, uh, how was your day, man? Was, I mean, what happened today? Yeah, good day. You know, no no problems. You know, normal work schedule stuff. Yeah. yeah. Kind of boring in the IT world, just... It's never boring in the IT world. Can't, I mean, come on, let's be honest here. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, I think we just released our uh, craziest uh, things that happen at work, and I think we actually shared some IT stories, didn't we? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, we did, and they were some funny ones. Oh yeah, no. I don't want to you know, talk about all the crazy stuff that we do, but today's going to be a good show. It's going to be the first show for the Nick Drop, and uh, I don't know. It's something that's really, really touching my heart these days. And it's going to be some funny stuff, but it's going to be kind of serious, too. We're going to talk about narcissistic people. And I've encountered my life, and I don't know why it is. And I've been trying to search my soul and trying to figure out how the hell that always happens and I always end up, because I'm a caregiver. You know, I, I I don't know how that works. Jay, and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping I get some, some feedback from you on how all this works. And I don't know if you've had a bunch of narcissists in your life, but... I just get tore up by them. And I actually said something on the phone today. I was talking to one of my narcissists yes. who I have a really hard trauma bond with that I can't break. And I'm still friends with this person. Anyway, I actually said to them that I'm trying so hard to get rid of all my narcissistic friends. And I said, I have one in my life that is not a narcissist. And that was you. Oh, well, thanks. I uh, really, I said that because you're not, and you're not even close because we are that friend. You know, we always talk about it. We've even talked about it in some of our past podcasts about <laughs> a friend will help you move at a drop of a dime. Yes. That's what a true friend is. Exactly. But then I saw this thing online, and I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but I saw this thing online that says, a good friend will help you move. A true friend will help you move a body. Oh, I know. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, damn right, because if you called me in the middle of the night and you said, hey, I killed her, I need some help, I'd be like, I'm on my way. <laughs> that was a good one. I Yeah, you did share that with me, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe. That was actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 making a joke out of the situation, but no, it's it, friendship is really, you know, if you're stuck at a bar and you're drunk, you need a ride, you know, you need a move, 
whatever. True friends are the ones that will come and take care of you. Doesn't matter. And, mm. and I agree with that statement. So, I mean, it's a funny joke. It really is. But, you know, it's it's not far from the truth. It's absolutely not far from the truth. So. But it's funny how how we put ourselves in positions to end up. And I'm not just talking about in male-female relationships. I'm not talking about intimate relationships. I'm talking about friendships as well. You've had some because, narcissistic friends who are just guy oh friends. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how it happened or, you know, when you start hanging around with somebody, whether it's through work and you become buddy buddies, something put the two of you together as far as friends. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, I guess a narcissist knows how to pick out or stomp on or pounce on whatever you want to call a caregiver like you and I are. You know, we're just easy back guys, laid back, you know, and the things that I would do with these people, and I say that because it's not just one, it's more than one. Right. Everything was planned out. I never had to plan anything because I'm like, what? whatever, what are we doing this weekend? You know? Yeah. And and he or he or they would go, oh, okay, we're going to go to Bandir. We're going to do this. We're going to ride our motorcycles. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. We're going to go blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, good. Never paid attention to where we were going. Just went. That's the way, it, that's the way I liked it. Well, after a while, I guess a narcissist will tend to take advantage of somebody that's just like, okay, you know, well, whatever. Yeah, we're laid back. I mean, it's just we yeah. roll with the punches type situation. It, it, we don't have a problem with allowing them. I mean, we do allow them to do that. Anybody, I mean, anything that happens to me in my world or you in your world, we allow them to do that. Yes. It's not fair for me to sit here and say, well, he did this to me and he did that and play the victim because that's wrong. I allowed him or I allowed one of my girlfriends yes. to have an affair on. Yes. I allowed that. Yeah. You know, now, granted, I didn't push them like in that sense of the manner, but I'm not going to sit here and play the victim either. Right. Right. No, that's too so, easy these days. Yeah. 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 It's easy to just play the pity poor me card and roll with the punches and. Oh, they hurt me and they did me. No, that's not the way that works anymore. I need to find my chakra or whatever you want to call it. So I got a question for you. You know, you okay. asked, you, you made a comment. Did it, do narcissists look for you or look for the caregivers? And so uh, my question is, is, do you think it actually comes back to do the narcissist run into other narcissists and they headbutt so immediately they know that's not the person I want to hang out with? Absolutely. They do. I've seen it. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes, I've seen it. That would be an interesting you sight. Could, <laughs> like my buddy that I hung out with, and I'm not going to mention any names, I'm not going to throw do all that throwing under the bus kind of business, but um, he would he would immediately... If he is not the center of attention, okay, so we have these pieces of property in Bandera, and they're right across the street from each other. Right. Okay? We had a, a third one of our buddies bring up his motorhome, and he says, hey, I'm going to be cooking a big old pot of gumbo, and I'm going to do all that. He's going to do all that at my place because I was letting him put his RV on my property. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I told him, you need to 
cook, you can cook whatever you want on my pit, on my grills, use my shop, use my refrigerator, use whatever you want and park your RV over there. It's fine. But when it comes down to the party, you need to walk it across the street to our buddy's place. Otherwise he's going to flip his fucking mind. Okay. And guess what? He did. Never happened. Next thing you know, everybody's over at my place. And the next thing that's happening is he's calling everything that I own a piece of shit. My, my brand new Denali that I just bought is a piece of shit. My RV is a piece of shit, you know, and I'm like, what? I, I, what? I didn't do anything. I didn't invite these people over, but my place is better set up for a party than his place. Yes. And he was jealous. So his objectivity is, I'm not the center of attention, so I'm going to put everybody down. So and that's I, what you, he did. And, you, I'm ahead. sorry to interrupt. I was going to say that. Re- that reminds me of one of these uh, mean girls. It's like you know, um, yeah, you're, I'm not the center of attention. You're prettier than me. The only way I'm going to make myself look better is to tear you down. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. No that's, matter what. That's Guys, crazy. Girls. Yeah, it is absolutely ridiculous. You know. And so that all happened. So the party was a bust. There was a party at my house, 20, 30, 40 people there. I have no idea. I left <laughs> my own party <laughs> okay. that I didn't even have. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, and I, I just... looked at both of the guys and I said, the one that was butt hurt and the one that was pushing everybody, I looked at both of them. I said, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> Okay. And they just laughed at me. Oh, so seriously? I just looked at them and they weren't going to leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I left. And I came back like four hours later and my shop was destroyed. And there's not a place like I have my RV there and my shop doesn't have a bathroom or anything like that. So right. people were at least respectful enough to not go in my RV to go to the bathroom, but they weren't going to walk across the street to my buddy's house either. Who was at the party? Okay. So what did they decide to do? They took a five-gallon bucket and they put it in my shop. But these guys were drunk. So they peed all over the floor, all over my bike lift, all over the walls, all over the cabinets, all over the refrigerator. Yeah. And didn't give a damn. Right. And I was furious. Damn. When I got back. I was so mad. And one of the guys there... I'm sure did it on purpose, you know, that, and dude, we're in our fifties grow the fuck up. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. You know, grow up. It's not a pissing contest. And I had been telling this guy, stop trying to piss in contest with me. You win. <laughs> I would buy, he bought me some lights to put on my RV so I could see better at night. Yeah. I put them up and he's like, I, I, Brought him over. I said, see the lights you bought me? I put them up. Check them out. You could hook them up to your phone and you could change them. They could flash and all that. His girlfriend's first response was, you better hope somebody didn't come over here and have an epileptic seizure with all those light flashing. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you serious? I just looked at I, I don't mean I said, to laugh, but I mean, really? I know, it's re- seriously. <laughs> she said that to me. I looked at her and I went, well, if you're going to have a seizure... Don't look at him. Yeah, close your eyes. Turn around. Yeah. 
And then I said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. yeah. And she she went quiet. Okay. But then he started going, oh, why'd you put it on that piece of shit RV? You got to, and I'm like, all right. As soon as he said that, I cut him off and I'm like, sorry, I invite you guys over. You can leave now. <clears throat> and I went straight and went into my RV and closed the door. Right. Already had the shop closed up. It was like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And I left him sitting outside. I had a fire burning. I wanted to sit by the fire. I just went inside. About 15, 20 minutes later, I walked back and they were gone. So then I went and sat down by my fire. Exactly. No. Ridiculous. 60 years old. We are, you know, this guy was in his 60s. Yeah. You know, late. Oh, my God. How old? I swear to God, I thought I was in high school again. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. I know. It's ridiculous. It, it, it'll drive a man to drink. That's why I drink. Yeah, that's why you drink. Exactly. Because you deal with narcissists. You got to. That's right. Yeah. That's why I've been trying to get you to drink. Oh. Maybe you're not dealing with him as often. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I have a. You got me as a buddy and I ain't no narcissist. So. Maybe I've got a better picker. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. You know what? That is exactly 100% accurate because your picker is better than mine. I don't know about that. I just All think, the time. No, well, more than me. <laughs> hey, but you actually yeah, have but, had steady girlfriends. I, I haven't had steady girlfriends. You know what? Is that better or worse? Yeah. Okay, fair point. Fair point. Now, yes. nine and a half years. What? My divorce was final August 24th, Correct. 2012. Correct. Okay. So here it is, July of 2021. So we're pushing nine years. Yes. Right? Yeah. Almost nine years. I don't know how many girls I've dated. I don't want to try to go back and remember. It wasn't a lot, but for some people it may be. For some it might be just a drop in the bucket. But all of them, but one, had an affair on me. Yeah. All of them, but one, were narcissistic. Yeah. And I see, I think the difference between me and you is I see the red flags and I ignore them. Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, no, I can't deal with this shit anymore. You know, I think it's that. I think maybe it's the portion of I want companionship. I don't know if it's I'm afraid to be alone. I think I just enjoy the companionship. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, but yeah, we're talking about a narcissistic person. And you let these women be this way towards you. I mean, yeah. I mean, you had the friend for the longest time. You kind of knew he was a narcissist. You just didn't think he was that bad. You had a red flag, but you just didn't think it was like, you know, double red flag. You know, look, I'm sticking my leg in the air, too, shaking a third flag. Dude, you need to get away from this guy. No, you didn't see that. You were like, oh, this ain't so bad, you know? Right. So I think what I told myself in my mind to to reiterate what you were just saying is I knew he was a narcissist from the day I met him 25 years ago. I think the thing about it was, was I clarified with him. I don't really like what you do and how you do it, but don't turn that narcissism on me. 
Yeah. And he didn't for years until this last year. Oh, okay. You know, it was nothing for this guy to, <laughs> he would sleep with married women and know their husbands, like friends with their husbands. Oh, my god. And goodness. he wouldn't have a problem sleeping with a married woman. That fucks me up. I mean, fucks me up. And I don't give a damn about the cussing part of this. It fucks me up. I can't do it. I went to a hair show. I don't know if we told this on one of the other podcasts, but I went to a hair show with my mother, and we were in Dallas. Yeah. This was 40 years ago. Yes. So a hair show business back then, there were 6,000 females there, 15 men, and 14 of those men were gay. (laughs) You're the only one who's not. I am the only straight guy and all I have are 6,000 women. Yes. I think a guy, even with my short stature and bald head and fat belly, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can get laid with that scenario. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? exactly. The odds are forever in your favor on this one, man. Oh, my God. 6,000 to one? Yeah, hey, yeah. Somebody's going to come around. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Go ahead. I only need a 10 to 1 ratio. I can pull that off. 6,000? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So after the show's over, you know, it's an 8 to 5. It's an entire week of hair shows and hair products and the whole bit. You know, it's a big deal. Big, huge show in Dallas. Well, after the show was over at 5 o'clock, they had a bar in the hotel, and it was a huge bar. I ran in the went up to the bar to get a beer or whatever, started talking, lay, stand there, didn't think nothing of it. Right. Right? Walked away, went and hung out with the people that I went there with, including my mother. We had a few drinks, went back to the room, you know, all separated, went to bed. No big deal. Did that for a couple nights, but I kept running into the same lady every night. And on the third night, we ended up sitting down at a table, having drinks and talking. Got along great. God, she was beautiful. A lot of fun. We just, we hit it off real well, and she's like, I'm not normally this forward or pushy, but would you like to go up to my room? And I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) So we went to the little grocery store and bought little wine coolers or whatever, something to have to drink, get up to her room, we walk in, and as we walk in, she went all the way to the other side of the room to put her purse down or do whatever, take her shoes off, and I looked over on the nightstand, and I saw a wedding ring. Ooh. Okay. And wow. I went, I went, hey. And I pointed. I'm still standing there with the six pack of wine coolers or beer. I don't remember what it was. Right, right. So I walked up to the bed and I pointed and I set the the six pack on the bed and I'm like, and I pointed to the ring. And she said, Yes, I'm married. Is that gonna be a problem? I said, Oh my God, not at all. It's not even close to being a problem. And she said, oh, thank God. When she did that, she turned her back to me to start taking her clothes off, and I walked out the door. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Okay. Unbelievably proud of myself because every step I took down the hallway, I slammed my head up against the wall because she was good looking. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) But so you told her... Not an issue, but yet you yeah, bailed. It's not an issue at all. No. I'm out of here. Yeah. I didn't say, I'm out of here. Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. I just looked at her and I said, it's not an issue at all. Because 
I didn't say, I'm not going to do it. I just said, oh, no, absolutely not. It's not an issue. Set the drinks down on the bed and turned around, walked out the door. She didn't chase me. She didn't come out, you know, nothing. Yeah. And the whole way down there, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Turn around and go back in there. You're going to have so much fun. I couldn't do it, Jay. Good for you. I, I could not do it. I sure wanted to, damn it. She was good. <laughs> oh, I know. But man, I think it's because I don't know what it is. You don't want it. Okay, so this is my thought process on that. An honest person, if you think about it, you know, and people don't teach this anymore, but, you know, do unto others that you want to done unto you. I mean, I know it's it's an old school saying and people don't say it anymore and people don't even practice it anymore. But honestly, you know, if you don't want someone to cheat on you, okay, here you go. Don't cheat on someone and don't help someone cheat on, you know, because it's like then you're contributing to the whole, you know, I mean, no offense. What if her husband found out you're contributing to that divorce? You're contributing yes. to that nightmare. Well, uh, you know, it's eventually she's going to get caught. No, she is. I mean, if she's, I'm not the only one in the world that she says, oh my God, this is my soulmate. I'm going to jump in bed with him. No, no, that wasn't it. You no. Know? Yeah. She was just trying to achieve a goal or she's, uh, has daddy issues or she's lonely or, I mean, there's a plethora of things that could have been the problem. Yes. But I just can't wrap her. I've never been able to do it. I always wanted to have integrity. Even no. on the craziest shit that I've done and the stupid stuff that I've done, at the end of the day, I really just, I wanted to have integrity. I wanted that stigma around me, if you want to say it in a bad sense. I wanted that, I wanted people to say, hey, you know, he might be a, a pain in the ass or an asshole, but, you know, if he if you ever need him, he, he'll be there. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, I'm good with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, come on. It's too many people have lost their integrity. I mean, and to see people actually want to keep that is is refreshing, in my opinion. And, you know, unfortunately, your age has nothing to do with integrity. Because if your friend, who was the narcissist, had integrity... He wouldn't have done that to you. True. You know? And right. uh that that that's my attitude on the matter. You know, it's yeah, he's a narcissist, but if he had integrity, even if he was he would look at you and say, That's my friend, and he makes me look better. He makes the parties more fun. And right. that's Honestly, the way he should have looked at that. It's like, oh, Nick's got this 30-person party. I can go hang out at his house, and I can be the center of attention at Nick's house. And he absolutely could have. Yes, but he didn't look didn't at it like it. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're you're just like, hey, look, I don't mind the party being here. Just take care of my shit. Have some integrity. You know? And he could have come over. Y'all could have drank a couple of buds, whatever, and he could have just been the life of the party, and you could have sat down, watched the whole thing, laughed your ass off at everything that was happening. The funny thing about the whole deal, that particular party, is nobody gave a shit but him. Nobody cared where they were, 
you know, where they were sitting down. Right. All they gave a damn about was that we were all together hanging out. He was the only one that had a bug up his ass because they weren't sitting on his property. Okay. What does it matter? Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's a party. Because I'm the guy that says, don't have it at my place because I don't want you guys screwing all the shit. You know, go hang out of his. He wants you over there. Right. He wants wants to be the man. Let him be the man. Go. Yeah. And I even told him, get off my property. He didn't listen. Yeah. And he just got more butt hurt, more butt hurt, you know. Well, but I mean, that's that's crazy. I think that's part of the. Maybe they recognized that he was being narcissistic about the whole thing, and they didn't want to be around him. Well, I think it was the other way around. There, there, they were kind of. There's a couple other guys there that I'm not real comfortable being around because they're kind of those old school people guys. When you're all all the guys are hanging around. All it's going to be is a bash fest. Oh, you know, yeah. They're going to fuck with you about whatever clothes you're wearing or, oh, there, here comes that ball-headed little shit, you know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. They're going to immediately see who can piss the farthest, and they're going to keep doing it. And I don't want to be around that. You know, you and I don't do that. Well, we, we, might, we pick we might at each other. We yeah. each other, yeah. but we don't, we don't do it to dominate no. And you know what I'm saying? We don't tear each other down. No. No. We'll say something funny. I mean, you'll give me a hard time about my bald head or, or but you know, we'll tease a joke about our bellies or something like that, but it's just a, a quick little cut and we'll move on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the not, joke, I mean, right, the... well, you put me down, so I got to put you down worse and then you got to put me down worse. And then by the end of the night, both of us are miserable. Right. Why, Why would and you do that? do that? I know. Yeah. They do that. How do you, I don't understand that. It, it's a, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the bully and the smarter and the, you know, okay. And there's one guy that we hang around with is he, he actually looked at his girlfriend and with everybody standing around, he goes, are you about the stupidest motherfucker I've ever met? I about, I, I, I was ready to just walk and she just sat there and smiled and he's like, oh my God, is she the dumbest? And he's talking to everybody else. Okay, you know, so you made a comment there that really drives me nuts. Okay. There you go. See, okay, yeah, so you made just made a comment there that explains why I'm not around people like that. Yes. Okay. One word. Bully. You know, we we had this discussion about Andrew, and narcissists can be bullies. But I would, you know, uh, my opinion, a bully is a narcissist. I yes. mean, I don't, I don't know if you can do, yeah. you know. Yeah. Caregivers aren't going to be bullies. No, they're, they're, for the most part, they're trying to build people up. They have a heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but, you know, considering, you know, one of the contributing factors to Andrew's death is, is bullying. So, you know, when you made that comment, I'm like, oh, dude, see, I couldn't be around that. I'd be like calling the cops. You need to come get these guys off my damn property because I'm going to kill someone. (laughs) See, they're smart enough to pick just enough when they were on my property. But now you got to understand, I wasn't there long enough to be bullied. I know, but they were bullying other people. And see, I can't sit there and 
take that. I, I couldn't even swallow that. I did go to his place, this other guy. Yeah. I went to his place. And, of course, the new bathing suits for us guys are down to your knees, right? Yeah. Well, he's still old school wearing cut-off blue jean shorts where his butt's hanging out and he's he might have a nugget flying. They're that short. Holy shit. Okay? Really? Yeah. Yeah. He think I mean, this guy thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. And the first thing, I, I wasn't even... I wasn't even 10 feet out of my truck, and he's like, look at them fucking shorts you're wearing. What are you, what, you going surfing, you dickhead? Right off the bat. And I'm like, I, I knew better. Yeah. Anyway, we went down. He lives, he's got a place right on the river. We went down, and we hung out in the river. And he ended up staying up at the RV, which is, you know, maybe 50 yards away. When he came down to the river about an hour later, as soon as he stepped in the water, he just pointed a finger at just about everybody in there because there were only about six of us. And he put that person down, that person down, that person down, and that person down. And when he got to me, I got up, grabbed my shit, and I left. See, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to take my long-ass baggy pants and go find me a surfboard. Fuck you. That's what I said. Good for oh, you. Oh, don't be that way. Oh, don't be. Now, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I'm the bad guy? No, you're not. But that's what oh they're trying God. to make it out to be. It's, but see, that's the thing a narcissist does is they pick, 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 pick. And then when you come back at him, they're like, oh, look at the fucking Nick. He's like freaking out. Calm down, dude. We were just joking. Like, no, you weren't. No. You were, you know, he was tearing so, you down to make himself feel better. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. That was the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same called her stupid right in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? How bad if, is that? If, if she was really, no offense, if she was really stupid, everybody would know it. He doesn't need to say it. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But obviously she was smarter than him because he's trying to make her look stupid. She probably did something earlier that day, made him look like an idiot. And he was just trying to embarrass her in front of all the friends. To put her back in her place. Exactly. Uh-uh, that's not the way you should be treated. Yeah. So, okay. Men, women, anything. So, no. you, I've seen women that were like that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You know, it's, it's, well, I was going to bring that back. So you've dated a lot of narcissistic women. Yes. Um, are the women the same way? When you're dating them, do they tear you down to make themselves feel better? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Really, give you a perfect example. Okay, I have my mother and I enjoy cooking once every couple of months. Well, she'll go. Okay, I want you to come over. You ready to come over? We'll plan a Saturday. Come over. I'll get over there early. We'll drink some coffee, just visit for a little bit. Then we'll jump in the car and we'll run over to the grocery store and we'll buy stuff to make gumbo. Right. Okay. So she'll make her gumbo, I'll make mine. Okay. Right? And we we feed off each other as to how we're doing it. Well, neither one of us are good at making the roux. Okay? Okay. So this happened, and the girl that I was dating at the time that, um, I'll, I'll get more into detail about that in a second, but so I decided to get this recipe. So anyway, my mother and I do that. 
Well, this time my mom and I didn't get to do it, but I needed to make a pot of gumbo, chicken sausage gumbo. Okay. So I found this recipe that went for the roux, where you have to take the flour in the oil and stir it and stir it and stir it at the proper temperature until it turns caramel brown, blah, 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 and do all that, right? So I've never been able to do it. Well, this particular time, I did it, and it turned perfectly caramel brown like it was supposed to, and I had the right heat, and I put the right flour in the right temperature and stirred it the right way, and I did it. And it came out amazingly awesome. Cool. This girl that I was Go ahead. This Sorry. girl that I was dating um the night before had made a bunch of food. It was like a uh uh hash brown casserole. Okay. And I brought some home with me. So I'm here at my house, she's at her house, and I brought some home with me and she uh so she texted me while I was doing all this cooking, and I just got fish making the roux. I was so proud of myself. I was so excited about it. I wanted to tell somebody, but I wasn't going to pick up the phone and call anybody, right? Yeah. Being that man, you know, she happened to text me, and I immediately FaceTimed her, and I went, oh, my God, I'm so proud of myself. I want to show you what I did. And she knows the situation about the roux, how we haven't ever really successfully pulled it off, because it's not easy. No, it's not. My mother's done it in front of me, but I've never done it myself. Right. Well, this time I did it myself, so I was really excited. I was like a little kid in a candy store. So I got her on FaceTime, and I'm telling her, oh, my God, this root turned out so good. It tastes so good. And she goes, are you going to take my food over to your families tomorrow since I'm not going to get to go? What? Are you serious? She could have cared less about what I was doing, how excited I was about what I was doing, even if I was acting like a little bitty needy kid that wanted attention. Her response to me was, are you going to take that food I sent over to you to your parents since I wasn't going to be able to make it? Okay. See, I did not care about what I was doing, only cared about what she had, and yeah, okay, go ahead. No, that I I can't go ahead. I'm like, are you fucking. <laughs> How do you respond you to that? Think, uh, you know, and let's just do that, okay? She was the one doing the route, and I texted her, and she called. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited! I'm I would be freaking out." I'm like, you better save some of that for me. Don't give it all to your whole family. Let me see it. I want to see it. I want to taste it. it. Yeah. I want to taste it. I am so proud of you. You did it. You finally did it. You've been trying to do it forever. Oh, my God. I'm so, you know, I wouldn't stop. I'd be annoying. Yes. And then the next time I saw her, even if it was a day or two or three or a week later, you know what the first thing I'd bring up? Hey, where's that gumbo? I'd kiss her and I'd go. I'm so proud of you for pulling that off. I know how hard you have been trying to pull that off. Right. I'm hoping that I get a chance to try some. I hope you save me some. Right. You know, I would compliment her again and again and build her confidence in herself. I would not go, well, fuck you and your gumbo. Let's just make sure my shit gets to your, you know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I don't mean to laugh. I know it's no. it's really horrible, but it's like 
I, I, I could say so much worse, but it's like, you know, you have to, for me, you have to almost laugh at these people. It's just like, come on, how do you not get this? Right. I, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, am I missing something here? And I guess because I'm, I'm a little like you in the, the fact that I'm like, oh, dude, really? Seriously, that's cool as shit. You know, what yeah. the hell? So, you if know, you were the one that called me yeah. right at that particular time. And I had to tell you how excited I was. Your response would have been, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, so I will. Even t- if that was it. Okay. I'm going to share an example here. Okay. Just to let you guys know, um, probably, I don't know. This was April, May, uh, Nick and I, and my son and my buddy. We all go to the gun range. And I had just picked up a, you know, I just got my .30-06 cleaned, and we were testing out the scope because we wanted to see kind of, you know, how it was going to shoot. So, because I think the gun hadn't been shot in 25, 30 years at least. So, we go to we go to the gun range. I pull the first shot, okay? Let me tell you this. This first shot... I'm holding the gun. It's not even rack mounted. I mean, this is free scoped, you know, shoot the gun. And what is the first thing you say? I'm like, I don't even know exact words, but I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Kiss my ass. And you're like, what? (laughs) I said, you couldn't have tacked that thing more center mass. And it hasn't been fired in 20 years. And you put it like, not just in the two-inch bullseye, but you cross-haired right in the center. Yeah, you actually told me, and I remembered this because it was hilarious. You said, put the fucking gun down. That's exactly what you said. You said, it won't get any better than that. You You literally... (laughs) That's right. That's what it was. Put the fucking gun down. We're done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need to fire it again. It's that's it. It's ready. Okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I think we shot nine shots out of that gun. And the first, you know, I think it was the first. Uh, no, we shot twelve shots out of the gun because I actually followed up and did another round. We were doing three three bullets each. You, me, and my son. Right. And the first nine shots were all within the two inch bullseye. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, and so yeah. it wasn't one. It wasn't. It wasn't just one person. I mean, that gun was sided up beyond belief. Yes. You know, and you had you had you guys were knowledgeable enough to know how to shoot a gun. Yes. Not even if we're perfect, but obviously that day, put the fucking gun away. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share something, and there was a reason why I was building up to that. I had bought a grill. And you were like, and part of the reason why you came over that day is because I was like, dude, I tried this new recipe. You've got to come over and try it. We've got to go to the gun range. And you were like, seriously? Okay. It wasn't like this, you know, oh, come on, you know, whatever. No, no, no. You were like, dude, seriously? Okay, I'm there. I want to see what the fuck this is about. Because literally, I did these smoked ribeyes on this grill. And, oh my gosh, dude, 
they really do come out really, really well. So uh They did. Yeah. So, you know, but that's the difference. It was you came over, you're like, I gotta try this recipe, I gotta see what the fuck you're talking about. Because if you wanna do it in the future, you know, you wanna see what the hell. Yep. And we were making jokes. I have a Traeger grill. Of course, if you want to go look it up, there is a funny-ass video about Traeger on YouTube. We made jokes about it all the time. But the point was, it really did a great job. And it's so- awesome. It has wood pellets, and if you get the upgraded package, you can start the grill up on your cell phone from Internet access, and it's, it's crazy. But, yeah. man, it knows – I mean, it cooks a steak really well. It does. The only reason I brought the story up is because it's completely opposite from the story you just gave about the girlfriend. Yes. You know, it's the way a true friendship should react. And if you're dating a girl, it's supposed to be a friendship. Yes. You know, and so that's why it's it's hard for you when you date these narcissistic women if they're trying to tear you down. It's it's a friend tearing you down. I'm sorry, but nobody wants their friends tearing them down. Right. I want it. You know? And so I, I, I just wanted to share that story because that was a perfect example of how you should treat a person. In my opinion, you know, uh, this narcissism crap is... No. It, it Bullying people, tearing people down because you're trying to make yourself feel better... Dude, you're not going to do it. You're going to feel crappy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how these people sleep at night. But it's it's interesting to say that because I don't I don't understand the thought process of doing that. Why would you do that? I mean, I even I've worked with employees that I didn't necessarily like them. Oh, yeah. Right? That happens all the time. But we're working together. Yes. You know, that's a relationship just like any other, you know. Professionalism and, and integrity at work. Yeah. I'm not going to party with this guy after work, but during work, I'm going to respect him whether he respects me or not. I'm, I'm going to ask for his help. I'm going to ask him to help me or vice versa. I'll help him. Right. Without question. Right. I mean, I'll help him. And then if I want to behind my back, go oh, as a piece of shit, you know, whatever. But yeah. that's not it. You know, yes, they can still be that, but I'm still going to respect them and then punch out at five o'clock, you know, flip them off and move on. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Call call, call your friend and be like, oh, my God, this guy's a dumbass. I can't believe I don't see how, you know, but the point yeah. is when you're with him, professional integrity, that's the key. You know, we had some dumbasses contractors working for us at one time and it was so bad that it was like, how'd you get the job? But instead of just doing the work for them, you got to learn to take the time to see if you can't teach them if they're willing to learn. And that's so that the key. They can do it on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's frustrating. You know, you want to just go, you know, you're, you're making more work for us, what you're doing and just blow them off and put them down and do all that. I guess that's the easy thing to do. Yes. But the good thing to do is to say in your mind, 
this poor guy or girl doesn't doesn't get it. They just don't get it. Right. How can I help them get it? Yes. So, well, you and I have been really good about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. had our struggles at work when we worked together, and I'd come up to you, you know, Jay, I, I, I can't think outside of the box. I don't get it. And you'd touch the machine and start working, you yeah. know? Yeah. We but, always work, it, and you didn't go, I'm smarter than you, and you're so stupid. You didn't put me down for not being able to solve the problem. Because you, you did it to me, too. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. even in that particular instance, you go, oh, I pissed farther than you this time. Ha, ha, he, he. You know, we never did that to one another. No, no, no. Never once. No. No. You know, never once. Even when we first met, we didn't know each other, and it was a little bit of a uncomfortable situation because you guys were wanting that spot, and I got it, and all that stuff. But after we got to know each other and worked with each other and showed each other respect, that all went away quick. Yes, 100%. And then we did our jobs and did it well and enjoyed our work. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the key, though, is respect, integrity, and professionalism. And if you're getting it back, that's the key. Yeah. That is 100% the key. So, but, you know, you talk about the narcissism side of it, and, you know, it, it's kind of, I'm sitting here reading about narcissism online because, you know, I, I don't think of my relationships with any of my friends as narcissistic. And, and I guess I just, maybe I haven't encountered it as much, or maybe I'm just, like you said, I, I'm more picky. You know, I have a closer, tighter-knit group of friends. And, you know, I there are some people that can be a little self-centered. But by the same token, if I needed help, they'd be there. You know? Yeah. And so, it, it's... I understand that. So, you know, can... Do I have family members? Yeah, I I have some family members that I think are a little more narcissistic than others but not to the extreme nature that you've been talking about. It's, I guess I've been very lucky. I don't know how to describe that. I don't think that's more of a luck. I think that's more of a choice because I think you're, you have a keener sense than I do when it comes to seeing the red flags and going, uh, this is a problem. To me, it's like, oh, uh, it's no big deal. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. And I actually have in the last five years have met has met a guy and love this man to death and he told me a quick story that I really like to follow. He says he said, Nick, I'm looking at it this way. I have three minute friends, three hour friends, and three day friends. And I just kind of looked at him puzzled. He goes, I have friends that I can only spend three minutes with and then I have friends that I can only spend about three hours with. And then I have friends that I can spend three days with. Right. And okay. he says, the three-day friends are less than a hand, you know, less than one hand. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, yeah. somebody that you can spend an entire three days with that right. doesn't get on your nerves, that's a true friend. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. there are some friends you can hang out with and party, but... Once they start drinking too much or whatever, okay, three hours, you yeah. have to go. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. 
Yeah, if you and go golfing the- with them and 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 at the end of the golfing range, it's like you need to go home because yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I've had enough. You know. Yeah, let's go in and have a bar and get something to eat. Oh no, I'm, I'm, the the wife is is waiting for me at the house. You you're not married. Oh, uh, the yeah. dog needs to be fed. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good analogy, though. I like that. So I like that. Yeah. Three minute, three hour, three day friends. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one because I, I don't know that I have any three minute friends. I can honestly say that. I mean, maybe some people at work, but I don't even know if I'd count them. I, as no, that's that's not doesn't really count. I'm talking about somebody you're going to go. If you run into them like at a bar or restaurant or something like that, out after hours, three minutes, you'll talk to them for a couple minutes, and then it's okay. Well, good to see you. You know, we're gonna go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Consider them kind of friends because you have to deal with them and you know them, and you might be Facebook friends with them. Yeah, but you're not necessarily gonna associate with them and say and call them up and go, "Hey, man, we're going to Taco Tuesday at you know such and such." Right. The three-hour friends are the ones that call you up and say, hey, why don't you meet me at Taco Tuesdays? And you're like, you know, that sounds like a good idea. Come on, let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We get lucky enough to get a date. We bring them to them. But keep an eye on your watch because right at three hours, you're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I need to go home and unwind. You know, I need to recover from this whatever. I'm on a date and I want her attention now. So we got to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. So, but that's a, it's an interesting analogy. So narcissist. So where are the narcissists? Do they fall for you? Are the three minute and three hour? Oh no, they're three minute. Okay. If you're going to put them in any category, they're the three minute people. Really? The problem is, I try to make them my three-day friends. Oh, okay. See, that's my problem. See, you that's why I'm saying you might have more sensitivity to, to those people and their red flags more than I. And I overlook the red flags by just going, you know, I, right. I can overlook this. Right. And the guy that told me the analogy of the three-minute, three-hour, three-days... He said something to me one time and he kind of laughed and I looked at him and I said, I'm not, I, I, I appreciate you and I don't see you as a narcissist, but if there's ever a disrespect between our friendship at any given time, I'm done. And I told him that because he had said something kind of off the wall and I'm like, as long as you don't bring your, bring it towards me. Yeah. And that's what I even said to my narcissistic friend that I've known for 25 years. Right. I overlooked the red flags of him sleeping with married women. And, you know. Because he wasn't treating were, you like uh, being narcissistic with you. me like he was doing that. Yes. I overlooked the fact that he was doing these things that really made me sick to my stomach. Right. We would walk into a bar and within 30 minutes, he's walking out with a woman to go out to the car. Okay. And I'm sure they're not going to go out there and play pinochle or, you know, yeah, no, exactly. throw dice up against the tire, you know. <laughs> and then he'd come back in, and within an hour later, he's walking back out to the car with another woman. And I'm like, that alone, what do you solve? What what solves? I mean, I know. Where's the goal in that? Okay, okay. I do oh, kind of well, ask. I slept with three women a night. Yeah, you know? I, do, I do have a question for you about that, though. Is this the same guy? 
that would take the pill before he got to the bar? And yeah, and no, he was going to use it. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, he, I think he I remember this the, story. Yes, yeah, yeah. The the blue pill or whatever you call it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Woody pill. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He would take it. He go here, Nick. Take one. And I'm like, for what? He's like, <laughs> well, in case you get lucky, because he's and he would say it. I know I'm going to end up in the car with somebody. He had that gift to be able. Let me give you another example. Well, but did he have the standards it, though? No. Oh okay. no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No. So he didn't care. He'd just sleep with anyone. Yes. Okay. So, well, I mean, anybody could almost damn near, near do that. Hell yeah. Okay. I come mean, on. Let's be honest. But you, you, you got to be able to talk the pants off of people. I'm okay. not real good at that. Oh, okay. 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 Fair enough. So, I ha- I don't know how many first dates I've been on. Yes. But I know how many first dates I've been on that I've actually slept with him on the first date. Yes. And it's easily two, maybe three if I forgot one. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying you have a better gift to, to, clo- to what we call close the deal than I do. Yeah, okay, we, so t- me- we, we talked about that in the previous episode. And I never yeah, talked yeah. about my closure uh, experience, so you know, closure rate. Yeah, my closure rate. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now, you're giving me a little more credit than I probably deserve. I'm giving you all the credit because that's something I can't do. Okay, or that's something I have not learned how to do. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you, you, yeah, and you know, it's that's tough. I understand what you're saying. It is. Yeah. So it's you, n- it's it's easy for my buddy. It's easy for you. I don't know if I just don't read the signs or I don't pick them up or there's, there's maybe it's a fear of rejection. Yeah. You know, that's all that's come up in conversations quite a bit. And I'm, I try to tell myself it's not, I'm not afraid of being rejected. I mean, nine out of 10 times we're going to get rejected. Yeah. You know, my, my, my answer to that one is, is the answer is always no, unless you try. Yes. And if you don't try, there you go. You know, that's so that's why try. yeah so for me that's my that's why it's like yeah I try whether I get rejected or not maybe that's why my closure rate's a little higher um but that's that, that's my attitude about the whole thing so and there's a way to try without well, coming off yeah that's true you know weird or or you know perverty or you know yeah 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 no that's a fair statement that's a fair statement so go ahead so anyway um I, I still don't think my success rate is as good as people might think, but you know it. No, it's, but we're going to brag on you anyway because it's pretty good. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, right here. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even told my what what my rate is. So how do you how do the crowd know what what my rate is? Well, we'll just let the crowd know that it's one more than me, and that's really good. Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I, yeah, one or two times in my entire life have I ever. On the first date. Ha- yeah. Really? Or actually picked up somebody in a bar and went home and slept with them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's. I think there might be one or two more of those over the first date thing. Okay. I think I go into a first date going, I want to get to know you. I'm going to ignore your red flags. I'm going to ignore that you're a narcissist and 
we're going to get feelings for each other and then you're going to screw around on me and hurt my, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of just jumping in there, getting it done and then backing off and not getting emotionally attached. See, and I think, but by the same token, you probably will have, whether it's with a narcissistic girl or not, your relationships will probably last a little longer because they're not based on that first time sex. Yes. And so, you know, whereas, you know, I date maybe less women. So let's just be honest. I'm probably sex starved. So at that point, you know, I'm like first date. Yeah. If I'm going to land it. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me close the deal. Right. I, you know, because yeah, that's the downside, you know? And so the friends with benefits morally, I, you know, it's kind of tough for me. But, you know, by the same token, if I did that, I, maybe I wouldn't be so sex-starved. Maybe I could actually have a, a relationship with a girl that didn't depend on that, you know? And so, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, but you don't ignore the red flags either. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. So even if you don't hook up on the first date, you you say, okay, these red flags are something that I can't deal with. And I'm the one that says... I think I can handle these little red flags. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is in the first date, you're not getting the big red flags. You're getting just little red flags. But in my mind, I don't think, oh, those aren't going to get any bigger. Yes. You know, there's going to be little, little quirky things and they, they could turn out to be cute, quirky things. Oh, hell no. They turn out to be, you know, the story I told about, a narcissistic, she had an affair with a married man, his wife kicked her out, he moved in with her, and then a month later, she came home and he was, have, he had some girl in her bed having sex. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that story. And she's like, I never thought he would do that to me. I'm like, he did that with you while you, you know, yeah. he was married. What, you know. Yeah, exactly. How can you not think that that's going to happen? You helped, you enabled him to do it before. Why would some other woman not enable him to do it to you? What makes you think you're any better yeah. than the woman he was married to? <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, I I'm almost that bad where I don't I ignore the red flags. I don't know if it's loneliness or I think it's just convenience maybe. Yeah. I care about them, you know, cuz I'm a caregiver. I immediately give my heart. Right. You know, even when they're they're you know they're screwing around and you're not kicking them out. Right. Then you end up trauma bonding and doing all that. But, you know, I I lived with a severe meth head and I don't know if there was a day go by that she didn't disappear for four or five hours and you didn't know where she was and, you know, things like that. And I dealt with that for two years. Right. And it's nobody's fault but my own. Yeah, I know we're running. Yeah. So... But yeah, I was sitting here looking at the time on the on the podcast, thinking I'm going to have to break this into two. Yeah, you know, because we're pushing uh, we're pushing over an hour now, or close to an hour. So. Yeah, but you know what? Our fans have been liking the hour show. Hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we can post this one and let it play. Yeah, and you but, know, and we didn't mean to interrupt the show, folks, to talk about the time, but you know, it's. You know, we don't want to we don't want to make it a super long on you folks, you know, cuz we know sometimes you're listening to it whether you're at work or in the car or whatever. But, you know, um 
But yeah, sometimes you can really get stuck on a subject and it's it's very hard to shut down the emotions. It definitely is for me. Yeah. It definitely is for me. I, I'm I really struggle with I'm trying to pick up the signs. So one of the podcasts that we did on J Talk about I told the story about this one lady. I really enjoyed her company. We spent six and a half hours on our first date. And then after that, it was, you know, slow to respond every day, even after hours, It you know, and, and all that stuff. And I tried to, it, now I'm starting to go, okay, I see the signs. Yeah. You know, if I meet somebody, I'm excited about it. When they text me, I'm going to text, if my phone, if I hear it go off, I'm going to immediately pick it up, look at it and respond. Yes. I'm not going to. I'm not going to look at it and hesitate or go, you're just going to have to wait. And I'm going to play the little game of hard to get. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I can't stand the games. I, I really can't. And yeah, yeah we're going to share that episode. Um, don't worry, guys. You, you'll get to hear the story. But it, it yeah, he really goes into it. And it, it's tough. It really is. But. You're right. It's I get tired of the games. So if I run into someone that wants to play those games, that's my red flag. It's like, you know, if they're willing to play a game just by the first date or whatever, what are they going to do the rest of the time? Are they going to play these games the rest of our relationship? I I don't have time for that shit. No offense, but I I don't want to play games. I don't need this playing hard to get shit. Yeah. We like each other. Let's act like we like each other and let's move forward to the next level of our relationship. Yeah. Be I'm friends, be about, whatever. Yeah. Not sex. We're talking yeah. about being friends, being. Yeah. Yes. Because friends, me, I care about you. Act like you care about me. Treat me the way you want to be treated. Don't play the game. Yes, exactly. And here's the whole thing in a relationship. You've got to be friends. If you're not friends, you're not going to get along. You can't live with the, so you you can't live with a stranger. You have to live with a friend. And that's what a relationship's all about. And so are you going to tell me that you're just going to ignore your friends when they text you? If your friend texted you and said, hey, good morning, man, just checking up on you, just wanted to see how you're doing, are you going to sit there and ignore them for a day? No. Now, if you're busy, something's going on, you're in traffic, you're whatever, you know, yeah, sometimes you will, oh, crap, I forgot. I meant to respond to you. I'm sorry. But exactly. you know what? That, but you're going to say it like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the difference. When you care about your friends, you are honest. You're genuine. And that is the fact. That That's how I look at a relationship is honesty. You know, you want to be friends. Act like one. Yes. Think about this, though. You have a connection with somebody, even on the first date, and you're still sitting there talking after six and a half hours. Yeah. Obviously, you have a connection. 100%. Yeah. How can you not be excited about even doing stupid little shit? Good morning. How's it going? How's your day? I hope you have a great day. You know, how can you not want to do that? Uh, Yeah, I don't understand that one. one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I get it work. You know, I, I've had a rule. I was married for 20 years. Our rule was if she texted me or I texted her, or she called and I didn't answer work. There's you got to give a little leeway at work because 
I might be busy. I might be away from the phone. She might be busy and away from the phone. Where she worked, she couldn't carry her phone with her. Right. You know, because she was in classrooms and stuff like that. She worked for a school. So she couldn't carry her phone. So I wouldn't get upset if I if it was an hour or two later before I got a response. Yes, exactly. But there was even Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. You you were you were gonna finish it. That you were right. You were on it. No, no, no. But there was a kind of understanding. There was yes. a collaboration on what was expected. Yes. Okay. And Sorry, and I didn't mean still, to. I didn't mean to finish no, it for exactly you. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's okay. what I wanted you to say it because I wanted to make sure that you and I were on the same page because we are. And just a quick response says, "Oh, I got busy." That's all you got to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but the fact that my wife at the time of 20 years would still respond that way, I and this is what scares me the most is because she wasn't a narcissist when I met her, so. <laughs> maybe Wait. i taught her how to be one. Oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know that's rough i don't know yeah maybe you built her I mean, up too much I, you know maybe so see that's where we get into that do i do that oh that's because a good point I'm constantly i am constantly building somebody up if they do something i let them know how proud i am and i might be overzealous about it you're you you're know? literally making them the center of your world and Absolutely. so they're literally taking it to the next level. Yes. Well, yeah. if I'm God, I can do whatever the hell I want. And that guy over there is giving me some, and he's got a big one, so let's get down to business. Yes, exactly. So, and I, I'm wondering, you know, I should go to counseling to talk to somebody, but who the hell would be able to tell that? Well, but you have to be a hell of a counselor, a hell of a psychologist to be able to pinpoint do you, do I have enough power to make people so confident in themselves that they really just don't give a fuck about me anymore. I would be I would be willing to say there are personalities that that could happen with. I am not that type of personality. Because we've been doing it each other, to each other for years. We always build each other up. We always got each other's back. But we never treat each other like, you know, a narcissist, a bully, or anything like that. We don't do that to each other. That's true. You know? That's true. But on a male-female scenario, my wife, for 20 years, after 15 years, she said, I, I want to become a nurse. I said, okay. Four kids. I have a job. She quits her job and goes to school. I take care of everything Yeah, for five years. Now, when I say that, I don't want anybody to come on the podcast and go, oh, that's bullshit. Okay, so let me let me get a little detailed into that. I'm a man, so I didn't clean the house the way it should have been cleaned. I didn't cook as good as I should have cooked, but I did it. Even if it was shitty, I did it so that she could focus on nursing studying. School. Yes and not worried about the school. Now, here's one thing that I am proud of. She was studying with four other ladies going to school, so there were five of them. Once a month, they would rent a hotel room on a Friday night. They wouldn't go party, and it would be right down the street somewhere. They would all five get in there and study. Yeah. You know how we knew that? Because the, the the four of us husbands 
would bring them food Friday night, bring them breakfast, lunch, and dinner Saturday, and breakfast Sunday morning before they checked out at noon. So we were, and we would go in the room, we'd bring them all the food. So it was my turn to pay if it was my weekend. Yeah. Me and the boys would load up, we'd go get food for five women, drinks, whatever. Sometimes they would have a glass, we'd get a bottle of wine, and they'd drink like a glass each to, yeah. you know, calm down. Right. And they would study from Friday night to Sunday midday. And we would go into the hotel room, and you could tell these women didn't leave, okay? Right. The place is a disaster. We'd clean up all the trash. We'd set up their food. You know, we'd hug the wife, and if they had any questions or any any questions or anything for the next meal, they'd throw us a list, and we'd walk out the door. Right. They'd get the hugs from the kids, and we'd talk for a few minutes and then get out. And that happened once a month for for. for Almost five years. Yeah, okay. So there's some observations I wanted to make. Go ahead. Uh, one, um, that's a very supportive. If you had five different husbands that were doing this for five different women, you obviously weren't the only one that was being very supportive of your wife. This yes. Is, this is exactly. I mean, come on. This. So you're not the only one. So there are other good people out there like you that were being very supportive. Um, yes. For those who are like, oh, I can't believe you let your wife go to nursing school, you know, yada, 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 and you took on all these chores. Okay, you know, look at it from a different point of view. Um, after she's finishing with nursing school, she's going to be very successful. You guys are going to have a great retirement if, if y'all had stayed together. You, you yes. could support the kids. This was a future plan. This isn't a yeah. now plan. For you, yes. this is like, let me support you so our future looks better. Yes. And so for all you short-sighted people out there, open your eyes. Start looking forward. Yes. Try. Yeah. Hopefully you're with somebody that you can. Yes. So see, here's the caveat in the whole deal. Yes. There's five five women. Okay. Okay. Four of them are married. Yep. And one of them ended up being the woman she left me for. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. How fucked up is that? Oh, wow. So, <laughs> there were more things around what happened there. Uh, I, know, I know. But yeah. that story is for, you know, not all the stories should be said on a podcast. So I, those are, you know. But the point <laughs> is, it's, it's still, yeah, the, it's tough. The point is the fact of how... How did a per- how does a person become a narcissist? Now, the last one that I dated, I I really believe that I've met her mother. My mother always used to say me when I was young, if you're ever going to marry a woman, before you think about asking her to marry you, I want you to think about this one thing. If you could live in the same house with her parents for two weeks, then you can put up with her. Yep. I don't know where she got that analogy, but it's a great analogy. The minute I met the parents of the last girl I dated, Jay, I wanted to run from them. <laughs> what? I didn't even want to get in the car and drive away. I wanted to run. And I was like 50 miles away from home. I wanted to run as fast as I could all the way home. Oh, that's really sad. Leave my truck there. Leave my wallet there. 
You just wanted Leave to get my out. Kids there. Yeah. I was scared to death. Oh my gosh! What the hell? Thirty minutes in the room with these people, and I wanted to. I yeah. wanted to yeah. run. Yeah, they were three minute oh people. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely three minutes. You people. know what? No offense, but family members, especially if they're married to family, they need to be at least three hour or a three day. Three. Yes. Yeah. At least a three hour, maybe not a three day. I don't, you know, especially on in-laws, but at least a three hour. I mean, come on. Three, three hour people you can handle during the holidays. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a funny, that's a great, I love that from your mom and I always loved your mom. You know, it's, she's hilarious. So that's funny. Yeah. But no, that's a great thing to say, you know, and I, I, I never thought of it like that, but that's a, that's a very good point. Um, and, you know, I, I've heard the expression, you know, just realize, you know, when you marry a woman, you, you know, get a look at her mom because that's essentially what you're getting, you know, yes. and, and not that's not completely true because there are plenty of women that end up being like their dad, same personality. Yes. So you're going to get one or the other. Let's just it, it, it may be a mix between the two, but let's just be honest. I mean, that's just a fact. That's a hereditary thing. When they grow up in a house like that, it, you're, you're going to get one or the other. It's going to be a daddy's girl or a mama's yep. girl. Or you're going to get yep. a mama's boy or you're going to get a daddy's boy. You got a boy that has mommy issues or a girl that has daddy issues. Exactly. You know, and that's where it all starts. Exactly. Then, and with one of these girls that I've dated after meeting their, their parents who were still alive, which is, you know, yeah. extraordinary at our age, which is cool, but... I can immediately tell the red flags came extremely prominent yep. when I met the parents. And the fact that she had daddy issues and nothing is going to change her. And I, I'm a caregiver. I'm a rescuer, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, you wanted to help her. I, want, no, the, no, I wanted to fix her. Yes. Well, that's still helping I mean, that's her. That's my problem. Yes. I want to fix her. Yes. It's just like my mother. She, the first guy she married was a cigarette smoker. And as soon as they got married, she's like, you need to quit smoking. And he's like, <laughs> no, you know, she wanted to fix him. Yes. It's time for you to get healthy now. You, you know, I'm pregnant yeah. with, and you need to quit smoking. And he just laughed at her. Yeah. You know, you're not going to, this isn't what this is about. Of course, my biological stepfather was one of the most narcissistic I've ever seen. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I. Yeah, he 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 wouldn't he wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. He just one of those guys. Oh, ouch! You know, if you were laying on the ground on fire and there was money next to you, he'd take the money and run and leave you there burning. That's a that's the kind of guy. Oh, ouch, dude, ouch. Yeah. Okay. He, he, when you look up the word narcissism in the dictionary, there's a picture of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Along with I'm one kidding. of your ex girlfriends, in a way, yeah, a couple of them, by the way. I think they have a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, but I think now you know these kind of conversations, these podcasts, really make me think about really taking a close look at these red flags, like that one date that I went on. Yeah, I saw the red flags. Not saying that there's anything wrong with this woman, but it's not the relationship and the way I want to portray my relationship. No, that's fair. I, I will I will say I did ignore the red flags one time and 
it did bite me in the ass. And so I will tell you, yeah, it, it, it was very, cause this girl ended up being crazy. I mean, 100%. I was just like, you know, because so it was like the first red flag was divorce three times. Wow. Yep. That'll okay. Do it. So, you know, so me, I'm like, sometimes it's a guy, if the guy cheated on the girl and you know, because she was a nice girl, she was very well, sweet. See, here's the thing. I don't mean to interrupt you. But when you, here's how my brain works. The minute you said married three times, my immediate response was she's needy. Okay. And I'm like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's what my brain did. She just hasn't said, found the right person that meets her needs. Yes. But she wants to be, she needs somebody in her life. She's very needy. Yes. And that, also has its good and bad points because I think I get to the point where I'm needy as well. Okay. You know, when you, when, when I got married, you're my best friend. You're my soulmate. You're my person. I want to talk to you all day long. I want to bounce things off you all day long. I want to communicate with you all day long. And the minute I get off work, I'm going to call and say, hey, I'm on my way home. You want me to pick up anything? You know, what are we having for I, dinner? What are we? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, do you need me to pick up an extra blah, 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 whatever? Yeah. I didn't get a chance to cook. You need to, you know, whatever. But that's me, the communicator. So if I text you now or call you and you don't respond, that it sets, it offsets me, you know? And see, okay, so that's, that's not needy. needy. Uh, that, so that's that's kind of weird because I know some people will still classify that as needy, but I look yeah. at it as you just want that stability, that relationship, that comfort of of that soulmate. I guess is how you look at it. You know that friendship that you've lost, and yes. that's not uncommon. A lot of people are looking for that. And it's it's a struggle because, you know, it, not everybody is interested in that. Like you said, I think in one of our previous episodes, divorce is easy. So yeah. they're just looking for the right now. They're not looking for the future. And yeah. so you're looking for the future. So yes. you are looking for someone who is going to meet those needs of what you're looking for for the future someone who is going to be part of your life and be your friend and, and fulfill you emotionally, uh, mentally, intellectually, you know, physically, you want the yes. package that that's, yes. there's nothing wrong with that. That's not needy. That's just wanting, that's just having a standard, but people yes. don't look at it like that. Yeah. You they, know, they, well, I need to be independent. You can still be independent. And be that way. Well, you know, it, you 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 made that comment. Your your ex wife, when you let her go to nursing school, she got a little bit of independence because she was doing school and you were taking care of the kids. She, right. she had that, so you were supportive of her independence and being in doing her thing, wanting to be something different. She didn't have to be school. She wanted to do nursing. You were supportive of that kind of, because no offense, nursing school is not exactly easy. Yeah, it wasn't easy. And on top of that, we still, 
did the phone calls and still did the texting. And, you know, if she was going to go meet her girlfriends, you know, to do whatever, even if it was to go out for a drink just so that they could chat. Okay. I got it. You know, and I'm not saying that she did all that. And I was sitting at home, you know, pouting. No, I had my moments. I got to go hunting with the guys and, right. you know, so there were, there, we giving, we, we give and take. Give and take. Yes. But the, the sad part about it's why I say maybe I turned her into a narcissist because soon as she got that first paycheck, she didn't need me anymore. You know, I don't know if, how that worked out, but maybe I take some of the blame. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't, I don't think that was the whole story on your divorce, but I understand your no. point. Yeah. yeah. There, were, I think I, there were quite a few more factors. Um, we won't discuss those factors here, but... Yeah, I mean, there was no affairs... No, there was none of that. No, 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 there was no lack of trust. There was none of that. It was just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But and I can't complain. 20 years wasn't bad. No. Last couple of years were a little rough, but, you know. Yeah. It wasn't all bad. It was pretty good. No. You know, it's. And here's the whole thing. I mean, I think your relationship with your ex is a lot more strained than mine. Me and my ex are. For the most part, we're we get along, right? Um, you know, so it's you, you know it, it's tough, but yeah, like you said, it's it's do you turn someone into a narcissist? That's gonna that, that's a that's gonna have me. That's thinking gonna fester, about, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna fester <laughs> with me for a while. So I got to think about that one. Well, guys, I I don't uh, I don't know. We we've been going for a while here. Um, Nick, I know you. You have anything else that to, you know? I mean, this is your show, buddy. But you know, I I, I know we need to wrap things up. Yeah, we do because we we're pushing an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes. But you know what? It's it's a subject that needs a lot of help. It's a subject that need we need to talk about. We need to figure out. We all have. Uh, if you're an empath, we haven't really said the word empathic, but a caregiver or. Uh, a fixer, they're they're empathic. And then you have the other side of that coin of the narcissist. How do we pick those? How do we do that? This is an ongoing question that hundreds of thousands of millions of people are making hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars in therapy or getting degrees to be therapists talking about just this. And granted, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. By any stretch, we're not. We're we're just telling our stories. Neither one of us are professionals on narcissism or anything like that. This is just trial and error of life. Exactly. We're talking about. But here's the whole thing: we're living life. You know, yes. and that that is the key point. So yeah, we're dealing with some narcissism, but at least we're trying to. And I, I think these podcasts have been good for therapy and, and everything like that. I know some people are going to think, oh, come on, really? But, you know, it's actually it's good to talk about these things because you also get another point of view. Yes. And, and with that, I'm going to add, come on, folks. Why don't you guys email us? Comment on our page. Come over to Facebook. You know, we've got Jay Talk over on Facebook. Comment on our page. You know, email us. Go to our website. And you know it, we've got our email addresses out there. Uh, I know we want you on our show. Yeah, we want your opinions. Bring them on. Let's go. Yeah, I know we're we're going to be talking about doing a live show soon. So, you know, uh, Nick Drop really wants to hear from you. Yep. 
So. Real do. So, Jay, I, I love you with all my heart. You know I do. I always will. And I appreciate you doing this with me. And we're going to do a lot more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jay from Jay Talk, I'm saying Nick, I'm out. And Nick from the Nick Drop saying, hey, listen to the next podcast when we come out. Don't forget to follow us and uh, tell all your friends because we're going to keep doing it. Love yes, you guys. Sir. Love you.